Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's prominent media. We'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Welcome back to the classroom. Nick Hayes with you. Hello, Carmen Braywood. Hi, Nick. Good to be here for another round of Classroom. It's a great time of year to, to skill up, isn't it? It's get such creative a, with your content. It's such a critical time because if we don't prepare now, because let's face it, in Australia, until Australia Day literally happens, we aren't really back to work yet. So wherever you are, if you're riding a bike, you're enjoying some sunshine by the beach, or if you are, you poor thing, back at work, Here's a couple of tips and hints in the classroom to get it right. Now, today, we're going to talk about amplifying your content across the different platforms. Now, Carms, I'm coming straight to you because this is the question Hmm. I get asked quite a bit. Should we be on all the platforms? Do we need to be put our content on all the platforms? And what is our return on investment? Yeah, look, it's it's a question I get asked all the time and it's always one of those, well, it depends kinds of answers. However, mere presence is important, right? If I go to TikTok and search for your company and it's not there, I'm asking why? So you do need a presence potentially on, yes, every platform that your key audience is using. So there is that. Uh, The next layer though is if you are there with your mere presence and you're not providing any content that's relevant to that platform, that can almost be as damaging as not being there at all in the first place. So you do need to get your head around which pieces of content and the way that you choose to amplify your content, uh, which where you're going to put it, right? There's a way to engage with Instagram. There's a way to engage with LinkedIn, there's a way to do TikTok and they're all somewhat nuanced. So my point is get educated about your audience, survey them, find out where they're hanging out and then tailor your content to suit the platforms that they are using. Is that, that is red hot advice. That is such red hot advice. No, it's perfect because you know why? Um, it's no use producing content if it's going into the ether. It's not going anywhere, or your audience isn't sitting there. And I've got lots of, I've got lots of platforms that I work with, and I'm pretty certain it doesn't. But we also to work at ways so that when we do produce content, we can use it for multiple platforms that aren't yeah. going to take up too much of our time. But this is. An important time of the year to have a strategy around your approach with social media and amplifying your content, particularly if you've got mm. mainstream media content, radio, television, print, and you want to take it yeah. even further than just the boundaries of that. It's really critical because if you have a good strategy and a direction, and a strategy is as simple as this uh, my business is media stable. I wish to, my audience appears in LinkedIn, on Instagram occasionally on Facebook and X. Now, that's mm. they're, they're, that basically sums up and answers all of the social media platforms that I need to be in. And then I have to explore, you know, is TikTok worthwhile? You know, should I be on Pinterest? Mm. All of those little things are there. But if you, if you take that moment just to analyse where your audience is actually sitting, take the top three. Don't have to work with them all. Just 
Work with yeah. the top three to begin with and then see how that plays out. Test it as you go, but have a strategy around it. Write it down, even write it down on a napkin. It doesn't have to be long. Mm -hmm. It's not a, a 35 page document. This might be just as simple as a couple of lines saying, here's where my audience is, this is where they consume content, and this is how I'm going to deliver it. These are the places I'm going to deliver it to. Yeah, and do your top three or whatever it is that you decide that you have capacity to manage. Do those for a good, you know, six-month chunk or a 12-month chunk. Review how it went, and this is a good time of year again to look back on how things went in 2023 and say, right, how can I do more of that or how can I bring that over to other platforms and capitalise on the success that maybe you saw on Instagram and go, well, maybe we'll put it on Facebook. Don't forget, Facebook is still the biggest social media platform. There are a lot of people hanging out there uh, and they're hanging out there in more of a social capacity and a family and friends capacity, but it doesn't mean they're not looking occasionally to engage a business. So you could find an opportunity there that you have been missing. Right, that's where we'll start, Calms. That's where we'll start with Facebook because I hate Facebook. Mm. I hate it with a passion <laughs> when it comes to business, right? Now, the reason I hate it is because I don't think it actually connects and I've done some pay I've done some paid advertising. I've done lots of different yeah. little tricks with Facebook but only get shot down every time I do it. I think Facebook to me is family, friends, it's sharing of photos, it's connecting with those you just can't be in front of. And I do, and I know Facebook even tried to do it, didn't they? Meta tried to do that. They tried to take uh, Facebook over to business pages, but we just dismissed it straight away and said, off you go. But yeah. look, it, it is a, I, I take on point what you say, though, because you just don't know. And look, Media Stable still has a Facebook page, uh, yeah. but the problem I have with it is I just don't think it connects or relates to those or give them an action for them to work with because that's just not what that audience is after. Think about, though, your traditional media, and this is, I think, what's important, right? The traditional media, if you want to engage them, TV, radio stations and print, they are looking to engage your grocery buying female. They are the decision makers in the home and they are the decision makers of TV and radio stations that we listen to, believe it or not, right? They're the highly yep. lucrative market. If you want to have the same audience as traditional media, uh, then you're going to get your traditional media. And they notice, right? So use it as a place to pre-promote where you're getting your TV. If you're going to be on the Today Show, go, hi, I'm going to be on the Today Show this date, right? Because then your grocery buying females are going, oh, like, 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 like. And the organisation that you're going to be appearing on the media with, they love it, right? So it raises their esteem of you and you're just creating that opportunity to build a bit of brand association. So target how you use your Facebook. I love that, Carms, and you do that really well when you do the Today Show on the weekends. There's always a lovely photo of you promoing, ready to go on mm -hmm. air, and you are building and attracting a different audience. So maybe I can be changed around that, but, you know, the funny thing yeah. is we'll go to Insta on this because it's, you know, it's part of Meta, both Instagram and Facebook owned by the same organisation. Every time I post something on Instagram, I do have the connection posted up onto Facebook. So my actual, yeah. um, I get a two for one if you like, but you've got it, my little bugbear that I can't stand uh, seeing from others and even myself doing, is that when I post an Instagram post, um, there's little intricacies about it that are very different to that of a Facebook post. Yeah. So it's obvious that I've done it on Instagram and gone over to Facebook. So if there's one piece of advice I can tell everyone, if you're putting it on Instagram, you've got it connected to your Facebook business page, just go back into yeah. Facebook and just connect, fix up the little Update. things that are there. 
Yeah, it's, the tags, it's just one of my little bugbears. I agree. I think it's a really good approach. The other thing, I love this tip, is uh, for your Instagram posts for short video, mm. when you get a bit of TV mm. appearance, load that long TV appearance, get the, the high-quality audio back from the organisation, they'll give it to you, and then you load that into an app called Opus Clip. Have you used Opus Clip yet? No, Opus Clip writing it down. Gives, gives you, write it down. It gives you a bunch of free credits to start. Then you can buy the paid platform. But you pump a long video like a podcast appearance or a TV appearance into Opus Clip, it will create a gorgeous edit of your appearance that shows the host of the TV show, shows the funny things that you've said or the important things that you've said. It captions it and it makes a really great Instagram post, right? So you can put that up as a reel and then you can also put it up as a TikTok. And then I would suggest you could probably just put the whole appearance as it originally came through, landscape video onto LinkedIn. So we're we're taking that one piece of content, we're using it across a few different platforms. Uh, you'd also So that's Opus YouTube. Clip. How do you spell oh, that Opus Clip? O-P-U-S-C-L-I-P, Opus Clip. Definitely give that one a look in 2024. That's, it's awesome. That is going into my arsenal straight away. That is brilliant. I Good. love it. I, although I don't do enough TV as it is, but I will uh, I'll start to use it. The one thing I do like about that sharing, though, of, of different content, we've talked about Instagram over to Facebook, but when you've got a good video and put it into your reels, mm. um, that's when it does get very uh, useful for TikTok, for, for LinkedIn. And I've noticed on LinkedIn, yeah. a lot more people are using that platform and a lot more viewers are watching the, the video on LinkedIn. Um, uh, it, it does work because it's more than just a, a couple of photos, a couple of clips, whatever it might be. But you you really do. Um, when people are searching around and having a look, they love a good vid, but I still think you've got to keep yeah. your videos short and sharp. Yeah, I think LinkedIn is a place for short, direct hits of value. Just make sure you're throwing, showing up in as authentic a manner as possible, right? You don't want to unearth yourself as being someone who doesn't really know their stuff, right? So talk about things off the cuff. Don't be afraid to go to a place that feels a bit vulnerable in that you maybe haven't prepared a long, long script and you haven't dot, you know, it, it really just think about adding one quick hit of value in that piece of video content or lifting the curtain, taking us behind the scenes of, of what you do. You can also use that in TikTok. TikTok is loving these longer form live videos, which I know personally I need to explore more in in 2024. You know, you can get in there and talk about case studies. You can share things that you do that no one else does um, in their day-to-day life because of your profession or because of the work that you do and it gives this extra bit of insight into what your industry does. And, again, this is just it's giving you presence but it's also tapping to a new audience that you might not realise you've got access to. Uh, well done, Calms. That's, that's really good advice. We're running out of time but I cannot leave without mentioning X or formerly known as Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, it what do we used do to be there? my playground. Oh, it just used yeah. to be my playground for everything, but I, I just don't use it anymore. And, you know, Meta has obviously come out with threads, which I don't think anyone's yeah. using. But, look, Twitter still plays a role in, in my life, both on a personal and a business level. I think partly because I know still that a lot of journalists and a lot of media still consume it. 
Um, in fact, yeah. if anything, it's almost been handed back to a lot of journalists uh, and it is their playground. The problem I do have it, it is it is full of toxic bile in that the, yeah. a lot of people who have lots of opinions and positions but also have no filter um, just seem to dominate the, the platform. And I, look, I still think it's got a place to go. Uh, but look, it, it, it's probably not the dominant one without any doubt. LinkedIn is from a professional level, from a business level, is the absolute must platform to be. And Carms, I just recently did, in, you all have seen in 2023, we did for all the experts podcast, I had a link to every podcast and to every LinkedIn uh, person that we interview. There was only two missing people out of all of that yeah. that weren't on LinkedIn. And one of them happened to be mm. my, one of my staff members, Emily Morgan. And don't think for one second she's getting a call <laughs> at the start of this year to get her LinkedIn profile up and running. It's time. It's definitely time. You know, it used to be, oh, wow, I got asked about my LinkedIn profile in an interview. Can't believe people are even checking that. Like that was the conversation I remember having with colleagues 10 years ago. Now you've got to be on LinkedIn, whether you are working, whether you are seeking work, whether you're an entrepreneur, it does not matter. We all need a presence on LinkedIn. So keep that bad boy up to date. Keep it up to date. Now, listen, my homework, my homework for the people tuning in today is, okay, go and find that still. Now, I love still photography, but find that mm -hmm. still in that media. Now, I'm a big user of this because most of the things that I've got to say on any visual or TV piece doesn't really, isn't the most impactful, or I shouldn't say that. I, it, it's, it's not relevant for everyone, but the still of being on a show like um, uh, the Today Show, Sunrise, Frontline, or Frontline, God, that's, that's, no, that doesn't even exist. Um, but, I, I can you know, see you being on, on yeah. <laughs> Well, or a media watch for all the wrong reasons. But no, you know maybe, what? Yeah. Um, mm. grab, that, grab that still and the way to do it, I do it on my iPad and then I take a photo yeah. of the actual um, still of a paused um, piece, or well, not even pause, it's still playing through. No. And you will get a whole series of snapshots there of you on camera in the, in action, but not necessarily with the, the sound. And always try to get the byline underneath, Nick Hayes, Media Stable. Grab it so that you can mm. you can actually share that part around. It is the most powerful still image that you can put out there on all of your social platforms. And I will say this, LinkedIn first, Instagram second, then I'd probably go Facebook, Twitter for third. All right, quick piece of homework from me. Add a media tab to your website. It should include your direct contact details to get you on a person's show and have all of your media appearances there. And I simply do that by adding my media appearances to YouTube and then linking them up to my Squarespace website. And the amount of people who tell me they spend hours scrolling through my media gallery when they are on my website, it's great. And it's very, very valuable content. Or if I'm going over to Rotness and I see your lovely face as uh, one of the uh, one of the shows that you do, telling me all the places in Rotness, there's your show gallery going on right there. Hey, just quickly to oh, you, no, top you, three, definitely. top three social media platforms then for you. What what is your priority? Yeah, it used to be Instagram, then LinkedIn, then Facebook. These days it is, and I've finally grown up, LinkedIn is definitely the first one. Uh, then I go Instagram and then Facebook.
I would say. Well done, you. Yeah. Well done, you. Well, ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. Oh, there goes the classroom. Another impacting yes. uh, classroom for all that are listening in. I hope that your 2024 looks bright and the future yeah. uh, is not far. We are going to be in February before you know it. And this is your chance to get ready. So if you've been thinking about your platforms, where you should be amplifying, go back to what Calm said. Go back and find your audience, find where they're consuming, mm. where their content is, and put it in a top three and make those the priority platforms for you to share your content for 2024. You don't have to be on everything. You just have to be where your audience sits. That's another good one, Calm. Well done. Well done. We'll see you next see you week in the, in the classroom. classroom. You've been listening to The Experts Podcast, powered by Media Stable. If you'd like to get in contact with the team, head to mediastable.com.au.